What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of In the Gym with Noel. I am your host, Noel. And today we have a couple questions that came in from some viewers out there. Uh, I ask you to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment down in the comment section. And make sure you hit that notification bell so that you can be notified whenever a new video is up on the channel. It stated, I am your host, Noel, and let's jump right into it today. Um, so question number one. Noel, what is your definition in your own words of submission? So to me, that's pretty simple. Um, it could be summed up with one word, and that word would be cooperativeness. Um, I don't think that um, the word submission has a good stigma behind it. I think that people hear that word and they instantly think of uh, a slave mentality. You know, and as a uh, man of color, I don't like, you know, anyone thinking that I'm telling somebody they should be in bondage when they're dealing with me. Um, that's not at all what, you know, um, I believe submission is. However, I'm I'm a little more um, uh, comfortable because I think the word cooperativeness is a little more sexy. So we're just going to say, I, I, you know, cooperativeness, you know, that's how I feel about it. I think that it could be summed up with that word. Um, I once told someone, and, and I stand on this, I think marriages are only as good as your relationship is. So if you have a shitty relationship, you're going to have a shitty marriage. Uh, there's no, you know, there's no looking um, looking the other way, trying to figure out uh, how to make this better, you know, throwing kids in the mix, uh, going to get a family dog, you know, trying to see couples therapy and all this. Look, I'm just being honest, man. If a person was a shitty boyfriend or a shitty girlfriend, they're going to be a shitty husband and a shitty wife. If they wasn't doing certain things when you guys were dating, don't expect them to do it when you guys are married. As a matter of fact, let's take off a couple more things that they're not going to be doing as you guys have now gotten married. And what we tend to find is that most women, after they had children, sex is out the door. They're like, hey, I got what I wanted. Now your ass is on the hook in case you ever decide to leave me. Fuck you. I'm moving on and do whatever the fuck I want. And, you know, I hear this a lot. Women go, well, I don't want to have sex because, you know, your body changes after marriage and so forth. I call it bullshit because, like I said in the previous video, men and women have the same needs. And we're not talking about the exception. We're talking about the majority. And the majority of marriages are sexless marriages. Now, the, re the reason you're probably asking is, why do you say women? Well, because women have the key to sex. Men control relationships and who, you know, who gets married, yada, yada, and stuff like that. The commitment portion, women control the sex part. Right. So if ain't nobody having sex in a relationship, it's more than likely because a woman don't want to put out. And if you ask me, I think that's total bullshit, especially when you fucking gave it to the, the last guy for free. Now you're going to make this guy wait, especially when you're married. Like, come on, who are you fucking kidding? So I just think that if women kept it a buck in those situations, you know, marriages wouldn't be ending 80 percent in divorce due to women being, quote unquote, unhappy. Just saying. Uh, question number two, Noel, why is it so hard to find a traditional woman? Well, I think where it starts is with the parents, man. Um, we, our generation was raised by a bunch of women who wanted to be quote unquote liberated and didn't want to end up like their mothers. And I think that by doing that and living that lifestyle, they fucked the next generation of women that was coming up because they instilled in them this mentality that if a man don't pay for it, don't put out. 
And so they they drove this whole mentality um, and these hoish ways, and they put these on their daughters. And then they also taught their sons that if you ain't paying for it, ain't no woman gonna put out. So what did that produce? That produced women who thought like prostitutes and hoes, right? And then they also produced men who thought like tricks, i.e. simps, sugar daddies, and so forth. So um, I think that it is very hard to find traditional women in this day and age. However, they are out there, but the majority of women are just modern women who say they have traditional values. But when you start to break down what the traditional values are, they don't have them, i.e. how many women have a cookbook that they design with recipes from scratch? How many women actually know how to be a nurturer, a mother, how many women actually want to be a wife? How many women look past just the, the ceremonial part of being married? You know what I mean? So like you need to sit down, fellas, and actually ask the girl you're with. Um, if you plan on being with them long term, what about them do they think makes them traditional women? Because if they ain't no virgin, right, they're not traditional. If they don't have traditional values, i.e., nurturing can cook because here's, here's what it boils down to right this is what we tend to hear well i can take care of the house and i can clean and i can cook and i take care of the children that's all fine and dandy when the kid is one to two but once the kid gets up to school age and they go out to school what the fuck are you doing you're sitting on your ass watching tv listening to the kardashians as you in the kitchen pouring you up another cup or whatever the fuck shopping online, spending his money, because you ain't yours, because you don't spend your money on the man. You spend your money on yourself, and then you spend his money on you as well. So when you really sit down and look at it, women, I think you also have to ask yourself, are you really traditional women? Or are you just lying, saying you're traditional women so you can get a traditional man, get him into a relationship, have some kids, and then divorce him, take him for everything his own, and then you move on to the next guy as you call him the man that you just left piece of shit so question number three why do women make men they meet and now pay for the mis okay <clears throat> excuse me why do women make men they meet in the now pay for the mistakes they made in their own past i.e she acts more masculine to protect herself from being hurt by the potential new guy you know what that's a good question um i i tend to meet a lot of women um even when I was, you know, um, bringing women onto the podcast and we would sit down and talk, um, behind the scenes, you would talk to them. And a lot of them would be like, well, the reasons why, you know, women don't do this, that, and the third is because they don't want to be hurt by the new guy. And I'm like, so you're bringing your past issues into a, a, a new relationship, expecting him to fix that and not only to 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 bear the, the hurt that the last guy did to you. Like, why didn't you work on that before you came to this relationship? And most women go, oh, well, you know, I'm working on myself and this is what I did. But when you really look at what they were doing, it ain't shit. They say they went to, you know, they, they're working on themselves or, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to go to therapy. But they never go. They went to the interview, but they never went back to the session. You know what I mean? Working on themselves is basically sitting down, listening to some sad music, getting a drink, calling up their girlfriend, going back out to the club, dumping on their next dick. And you might end up being the next dick, unfortunately. So um, why are single mothers, question number four, excuse me, why are single mothers and single fathers treated differently in the dating sphere? I think it's because um, women still think that men um, 
get sex the same way they do, right? They don't realize like how hard it is for men to actually um, to date and to actually um, close per se on that date, i.e., you know, um, take someone back home, sleep with them, and then continue to uh, build off of that. Because when you look at a woman, a woman can just pick up, go outside, say, hey, you fuck it, let's go back to the house and fuck. But if a guy did that, that shit ain't going to work out. And and most women go, yeah, guys do it all the time. And it's like, no, the guy you're chasing might be able to do it all the time. And even that guy, he might take the girl back home, but it's not sleeping with him. Like I, I tell people all the time, like out of 30 people that I, you know, I get at, 10 of them, you know, I get the number. Three of them I'm sleeping with. You know what I mean? So it's like hit or miss. And sometimes it's even worse than three, you know what I mean? Like you might be a yeah, it might be a slow month, you know. You might just smack one. So you really have to look at this into perspective and say, hey, um, do single mothers and single fathers actually have the same um dating spear? And the answer is no. You know, do they actually are they actually competing, you know, um the same? The answer is no. Women have uh, a better chance in the date market than men do, unfortunately. Uh, question number five, Noel, why have you stopped doing interviews and having guests, excuse me, and having guest appearances on the show? Uh, so the reason being is because a lot of people just don't like what I have to say. And so they don't want to interview me. Um, they don't want to let me on their channel because, you know, other things that I have to say. Some of the stuff that I say is very controversial um, and it offends a lot of people. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people are not prepared to hear the way I speak. Um, and then another reason is because a lot of people don't want to say the things that I'm saying. Um, some of the people that I work with, um, you know, they have families and they don't want to be uh, looked at looked at by the boss as um, looked at by their boss as someone who who has negative views when it comes to men and women. They don't want to rock that boat, per se. They just want to keep it on a narrow path so they can, you know, do that 20 and move on and go do something else with their time. And that's fine. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm at the end of my um, tenure with the job that I have. You know, I'm looking to currently uh, wrap up this and move on to other things in a couple of years, probably about, about another three, three or four years. I, you know, I'll be done with this current job that I'm working. And, you know, I understand, you know, being a federal employee, you have to watch what you say. Um, unfortunately, you know, not people, people don't know how to, take their feelings out of the situation. So they, they normally sit and talk about things that are currently happen, happening within their lives instead of things that have happened in the past. Um, so that might be another reason. Um, if I get someone on, I can ask them why it took them so long to come on. But uh, most of the time, you know, um, it's just hard finding someone who actually wants to come and sit down and discuss things. But if you're out there and you do want to come on, please hit me up. You know, I'm looking, I look forward to talking to anybody pretty much about anything. Um, and if you want to send a question in, uh, reach out to me at tdewan74 at gmail.com. Uh, that link should be coming across the screen right now. And if you have any additional questions, all I ask is that you send them in there. If you have anything, any comments you want to you know, talk about, please hit me up. If not, I'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you next time. Later. Peace.